world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Here we go. Show 483. Let's hit a 666. 666, the last show. Last show. Uh, Write it down, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Write it down and uh, note it because that's what's going to happen. So today uh, I posted a thing. I received a major award. You did? I know you're aware of it. <clears throat> so we, uh, if you haven't heard of TripAdvisor before, uh, TripAdvisor is like a worldwide Yelp. I use it all the time when I used to be able to travel before the tyrants <laughs> took over. And uh, they sent us a, a plaque, decal, stickers, magnets, and digital stuff that we're a 2020 Traveler's Choice winner. Uh, we're in the top 10% of attractions worldwide. That's that's fantastic. pretty. That's pretty friggin' awesome when you think about. That's it. because we got a, we received 183 five star reviews over the past two years that we've been on TripAdvisor, so I think that's really cool. You know, we always talk about each one reach one and and reaching out to the masses and, and introducing them to safe, responsible firearms, whether they're a tourist or traveler, or domestic, and you know whatever. Uh, so anyway, we got congratulations on Gunfire Shooting Range on being a Traveler's Choice winner. Each year we comb through reviews, ratings, and saves from travelers everywhere and use that info to award the very best. You're part of an exclusive group, and we want to help you celebrate and promote this major accomplishment. That is very, very nice, man. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, and all our listings now on TripAdvisor have that, that we got the Traveler's Choice Award. That's pretty cool. So, you know, if you build it right, they will come. Yep. I got. I got to say it. You know, uh, it it really worked out well, uh, ladies and gentlemen that are listening. So I'm I'm working on finishing my book, and and I I need some input because I asked Sandy to write the intro, and uh, I just read the intro that Sandy wrote, and basically this is what it says. It's his intro says, "Read this whilst pooping. It's a very good book." <laughs> okay. Um, Uh, I, I think you should elaborate a little more. Okay. Uh, I was hoping for like a paragraph. So oh, I, I wish I, I would have wrote that. <laughs> you know, you had to use the whilst, whilst right? Yes, absolutely. Well, I did that for our, for our friends across the pond. Yes, whilst. Uh, ooh, for, for, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you could have done a little better, I think. Oh, Sam, yeah, I guess you know, I could have. But, yeah. But so if anybody, again, the name of the book is called Gun for Hire, Protecting Your Most Valuable Assets, You and Your Family. Now, I was... Uh, well, that's your working is, title, right? I mean... That's the title. Oh, okay. That Don't, don't start. <laughs> okay? That's the title. That's the title. And... Uh, you're really pissing me off. I know today. that's good. Between the intro and now questioning my title, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> son of a bitch! All right, so here, here's, here's the deal. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I was hoping stop. to get. I was hoping to get the book done for my birthday in February, but it looks like I might have. I might have it done. For the holidays, we'll see. We'll see. Well, that would make a good gift. Yes, we'll see. Oh, so so we can we can amend the introduction then. And we can <laughs> read it whilst pooping. It's a very good book and makes a good gift too. I would like if you used the word "k" too in there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. When you do your rewrite. Okay. Is that the working intro? That's the working intro. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So. 
most of you know of this already, there is a huge, huge, massive shortage of guns and ammo right now. There are people out there. I can't figure out why. (laughs) There are people out there paying $65, $75 for a box of 50 rounds of 9mm ammo. Get out of town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're limiting ammo purchases here when people come in and shoot because it's so bad. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for it. But one of the things is we might see a record 18 million NICS checks for 2020, where we had 6.2 million in 2019. So it might be triple. Do you think anyone on the left is going to get what's going on right now? No. Because it's been pretty low grade in the in the mass media about what's going on. Yeah. But, you know, we could end up with 10 million new gun owners. We could. And some of them might vote. And some of them might mobilize, uh, which we've talked about in previous shows. But people do not get it. So we have a perfect storm here. So between the protesting defund police and then the rioting that occurred, decimating police departments, uh, COVID-19 lockdowns and everything, high unemployment, uh, all of this, people are really concerned about their own self-protection, which is something a lot of them hadn't been concerned about before. So welcome to our worlds now, Mm. okay? But what's interesting is... Uh, A lot of people don't realize that some of the chemical components that are used to make primers are mined in South Africa. Yeah, right. And uh, the mines were closed for two or three months due to COVID. So there's a shortage of the chemical components used to make primers. But the big one... Go ahead, Sam, what are you going to say? Well, it is just South Africa, right? Didn't they shut all the lead lead mines Mm. down pretty much everywhere? No, this is not lead. We're talking right now. We're talking about primers. And don't okay? they use a, a, a lead as a component of primer? Now we're gonna we're gonna well yeah lead is a component of the primer. Uh, what we also have is priming compound is a mixture of lead, stiphenate, antimony sulfide, barium nitrate, and some other chemicals. So barium so, and lead. Yeah. Yeah. So they have to be mined, and they're only mined in South Africa, and the mines were closed. Wow. But here's another one. I'm going to go back in time. Seven years ago. We covered this on the show. uh, And I'm going to cover it again. Uh, During the Obama administration, in October of 2013, the last final lead smelting plant was closed in the U.S. because of EPA uh, restrictions. Because there were so many rules and regulations applied. During the Obama administration, the last three lead smelters closed down. The last one closed down October of 2013. Now, what that means is that all lead smelting was moved to China and India. Mm. Because they don't follow any EPA standards <laughs> no. there. They probably have seven-year-old kids covered in lead dust, head to toe. <laughs> Guaranteed. You know, you know yeah. working. God, God forbid. It's horrible yeah. when you think about it. So now what's happening is we have com- chemical component shortages coming out of Africa. And all of our lead in this country, batteries, other lead products, car parts that are recycled where, there, where there's lead in them, lead contacts, fishing weights, whatever – gets shipped to China and India, where it gets smelted into lead products, and then gets shipped back to the United States. Okay? (laughs) No problem with the supply chain there. Correct. My lead that I recycle at the range here goes to India. Yeah, right. My lead goes to India. It used to go to Missouri. Now it goes to India. So we have this long supply chain steps, tariffs, everything else that's going on. You know, it's interesting. During World War II, the United States was was making more planes, more ships, more guns than the enemy could destroy, right? We were producing it fast. We could not fight a war right now. No, we could. Could you imagine we'd have to tell China, we have to halt the war until you ship us our delivery of ammunition so we can use it against you? Well, we're seeing that uh, wars are no longer being fought with lead. They're being fought with... uh, um, biologicals and uh, zeros and ones. Correct. Yep, you're absolutely right. So since December of 2013, the entirety of domestic manufacture of conventional ammunition from raw ore to finished cartridge is now impossible in the United States. Hmm. And that's another reason why we see it. Now, I believe that the lead is going to come back 
and I believe that the uh, everything is going to be coming back, bullets and ammo and guns because and components for reloading because the supply chain eventually will catch up. Yeah. It just imagine it right now. It's like where toilet paper was five months ago. Right. Right. But it's going to take a lot longer because we don't have the domestic resources anymore to manufacture it and turn it on here. So it's going to be a bit of a problem. But all of you need to hold tight. Now, any companies that you see gouging, charging $60, $75 a box, whether it's a gun store or online, you should make note of that and remember it when things open up again, Oh, definitely, because, you know, they've done it before. They're... Yeah, I mean, we're supposed to all have unity and activism, (laughs) but, you know, the the buck and the profit is what kills everybody, obviously, all right? So definitely, definitely, if you have enough ammo for self-defense reasons, sit tight. It will come back, all right? But, again, a lot of people are hoarding it just like they did. You know, some there were people had 30 cases of toilet paper and paper towels at home, and there were people that had none. Right, yeah. So depending on the luck of the draw or who was more prepared or who was greedier or, or whatever. So it's it's going to come back. It's just going to take a while. All right. Uh, so everybody hang in there. But uh, again, Sandy, full circle. Uh, uh, so you don't think the left gets it that we're going to have all these new gun owners, all these new guns out there. It's going to make it that much harder to pass gun laws. I don't, I'm out on that because, I mean, <clears throat> You see what happens sometimes with mindsets. Like, you know, we talk about what happens when all the New Yorkers and New Jersey folks move down to the southern part of the states, you know, the uh, to Florida and whatnot and, and uh, North Carolina, and, and uh, they don't change. They become gun owners, and they continue to vote the same way that they voted before, and they continue to have the same, you know, well, typically the same mindsets that they had before and it takes really a long time if ever to change their minds i know you know for a lot of us it it did it changed a lot of us over and just said well we, it opened our eyes but <clears throat> i don't you know I, I don't know i just don't know so before we get into the third and ninth circuit uh Attorney General Goober Gruel, or whatever the hell his name is. He does look like a Goober. <laughs> Goober Gruel. Uh, he lost uh, the defense, distribu- defense distributed case about uh, 3D printing of guns. Yeah. Where he sued yeah. them with a cease and desist in Texas. Yeah. So the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has unanimously ruled that New Jersey AG Goober Gruel is subject to the jurisdiction of Texas courts in a First Amendment case brought by Defense Distributed, a Texas-based firm, and and the Second Amendment Foundation. Alan Gottlieb had this case. The case revolves around plaintiff's distribution of materials related to the 3D printing of firearms. Defense Distributed and SAF contend Gruel's efforts to prevent publication of the information online violates their First Amendment rights. Rule has been fighting to stay out of Texas federal court in this case. He is one of nine attorney generals to file suit in the Western District of Washington to enjoin the State Department from authorizing the release of defense distributed files. Their files are how to build a uh, 3D printed gun, right? which is like a big, ugly, chunky plastic thing that shoots uh, one round at a time. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you know. The courts came back and basically said no one is above the law of the Constitution, not even Goober. All right, said SAF founder and executive vice president Alan Gottlieb. If you trample on the First Amendment rights of gun owners trying to exercise their Second Amendment rights, you will be headed for trouble. In its ruling, the Fifth Circuit noted Goober's conduct beyond sending the cease and desist letter confirms his intent to crush defense distributed operations and not simply limit the dissemination of digital files in New Jersey. Goober's enforcement actions are selective. He has not targeted the many similarly situated persons who publish defense distributed files on the internet. Instead, he has focused solely on their uh, defense distributed files. Perhaps nowhere is this better illustrated than in Goober's efforts to enjoin the national distribution 
of defense distributed files by suing in Washington, far from his or his plaintiff's home state, because he's trying to pick the most liberal court right now. Yeah. Okay. Gruel has also threatened defense distributed founder Cody Wilson by naming by name, promising to come after anyone who is contemplating making a printable gun and the next ghost gun company. Together, these actions confirm Goober's intent to force defense distributed to close shop. So the courts came back unanimous, the Fifth Circuit, and said, uh-uh, okay? What you're doing is wrong. It's a violation of their First Amendment rights, right. okay? This decision is largely a procedural one. The court found that Gruel has interjected himself into matters in Texas well beyond New Jersey borders, and he must face the consequences. Well, guess what? He doesn't give a shit, all right? New Jersey's far gone, corrupt, so he's sticking his nose everywhere else where it shouldn't be because he's so vehemently anti-gun as the AG walks around with his 24-7 security <laughs> detail that we, the taxpayers, pay for, okay? So I don't want to hear that shit. Uh-huh, another loss for the anti-gun people. Again, we talk about why we need Trump to win again. 220 lower court judges, okay? So now we just got to win in the Fifth Circuit. We know last week, I broke it right at the end of the show, we got to win in the Ninth Circuit, which I'm going to be discussing in detail with some input from ANGRPC, NRA, and uh, as well as Dan Schmutter. But before we get into that, Al Conti got his guns back. That's fantastic. Uh, he needs money as a GoFundMe page. Uh, Al Conti he's still being could sued, definitely right need help. By the doctor, he's right? still he's still <clears throat> being sued by the by the jackass doctor. Yes, and uh, it's interesting. You know, uh, he's really trying to get this all behind him, but the courts ruled that he was not a menace. The red flag law, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And, you know, Rosie wrote up a whole thing on CNJFO, which was really good, all right? The decision was handed down May 20th, 2020, and reported uh, that the threats and everything, you know, were not founded, right, so that right. the judge said he can have his guns back. Yeah. And he did, in fact, get his guns back, but he's still being uh, sued by the doctor, okay? And he's looking for a new civil attorney right now, as the former one somehow was allowed to recuse himself after accepting thousands to represent himself. You know, Al had paid his lawyer, and his lawyer backed out, okay? And, uh, you know, Al's a tough guy. He's, he's very pushy and, and you know, yeah. outward type A personality. So I'm sure him and the, and the, and the, the lawyer probably had some differences. But, but obviously, Al, you know, everybody helped along the way. Some people donated towards the case. We had him on the show. Someday when COVID's over and we open the studio up again, we'll have him on again to talk about the whole analysis with this. But uh, that's good. But we're still, you know, we're still doing about 20 or 30 red flags uh, statewide a month, by the way. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Anybody who's pissed off at anybody can just have your guns taken away if you live in new jersey you should have u.s law shield we if you live warned in new york about that over yeah. and over and over yep and if you're in new york you should have ny tac defense in the code you could put gun for hire for both and you get a discount from uh both of those companies but you know for the meager 30 or 35 dollars a month ladies and gentlemen let me tell you something if you don't mind paying napping or schmutter a ten thousand dollar retainer and maybe twenty or thirty thousand dollars. On top of it, you know, right? it, it behooves you not to have U.S. Law Shield or New York Tac Defense. I mean, really, I got a letter from a, a cup somebody about New York Tac Defense. I'll talk about it later when we come back. How does the ninth affect the third? And I got to go to number two. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the Shipbag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin 
they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. <laughs> and we're back, so behave. <laughs> <coughs> okay, you ready? Uh, I'm up, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, this is from ANJRPC, yep. okay? Right. NRA and the California Rifle and Pistol Association, which is the state NRA, scored a huge win in California. The Ninth Circuit, led by a Trump-appointed judge, rules that bans on magazines with more than 10 rounds is unconstitutional. Oh. The case will have repercussions nationwide. This will positively impact our case in the Third Circuit. We had oral arguments a month ago, so it actually has an immediate impact in New Jersey. ANJRPC attorney Dan Schmutter reports the following. All right, you ready? Today, the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit released a major decision in the Duncan versus Becerra holding that California's ban on magazines with a capacity of more than 10 rounds is unconstitutional under the Second Amendment. Recounting the history of firearms in America, the court found these magazines are commonly possessed by millions of law-abiding Americans for lawful purposes. The court explained that California's ban strikes at the core of the Second Amendment right, hindering the fundamental right to possess a firearm for lawful self-defense. Because of this, the court ruled that the magazine ban must be evaluated using the most severe constitutional test known as strict scrutiny, and that the ban failed the test and must be stricken as unconstitutional. So Dan goes on. What does this mean for New Jersey? While the decision does not directly affect New Jersey's magazine ban, we do think it has potential to influence the upcoming decision in ANGRPC's own challenge to New Jersey's very similar mag ban. We are currently awaiting a decision from the United States Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit in that case. Today, we brought the Duncan decision to the attention of the panel of judges deciding our case. Mm. All of, of the reasoning in the Duncan decision applies equally to our case, and we are urging the Third Circuit to follow the example of the Ninth Circuit and rule the same in our case. So, for people out there, what is the NRA doing for New Jersey? I pay $35 a month dues. Well, there's the case. This is NRA-funded and backed with the state NRA. Scott Bach, Dan Schmutter, Evan Knapp, and Dan Schmutter obviously spearheading this. Now, listen to me. We have a, a conservative judge majority in the Third Circuit now, all right? I don't know the three-judge panel that we had, how it, how it landed, mm. but something is going to happen here. We only have the lower courts left because the Supreme Court is compromised as long as Roberts right. is the chief justice, exactly. and we have 4-4-1. So forget it. Now, is there an imbalance in the courts? Yes, because if, if this mag case was to go to the Supreme Court, certain 
Federal districts are allowed more than 10 rounds. Certain aren't. A clear imbalance ruled under strict scrutiny. I know for sure that Roberts, Chief Justice Roberts, the pimp, will not take the case. Right, yeah. He will send it back down to the lower courts like he did the last 10 two-way cases we had. We are done with the Supreme Court, so forget the Supreme Court. It's all up to the lower court. Now, let me tell you what pisses me off. I have a huge online social media presence. We have a podcast. I'm always posting rants and, and educating people. If you're a member of the NRA or ANJRPC, when I posted this Ninth Circuit decision last week, do you know how many jackasses posted under my feed? When is New Jersey going to do something like this? When is the NRA going to do something for us in New Jersey? <laughs> Good God. Okay, because no, these jackasses do not know that we are at before the Third Circuit already, and we have already had our oral arguments, and we already sued the state of New Jersey, and we took it to this level. It's just the California case started before ours. What is it? So I had to repost like 75 times to people to make them understand that we're, this ruling helps us because we already have a case. And you should see the responses. Oh, I didn't know we had a case. I didn't know we were doing that. You son of a bitches. Meanwhile, you destroyed your magazines or whatever. You were pissed off about that. Maybe if you donated to the cause, maybe if you took right. your head out of your 10-round yeah, ass, right. exactly. you would yep. know what's going on. They immediately, do you remember as soon as it, even before the law was enacted, they were taking magazines and dropping them off on your doorstep. It was ridiculous. That's how easily they rolled over. And that's why I say I don't know if all these new gun owners are going to be make a difference at all because they're the same mentality that they were before they had a gun. That hasn't changed. You know, but but educate yourself, people. Join the ANJRPC, CNJFO, NJ2AS. Join the NRA. Listen, regardless of what's going on legally with the NRA, it's not going to be dissolved. It's still made up of 6 million members. Right. No organ. Listen, I love SAF. Right. Be believe right. me. I love FPC. I, I, I'm a life member of both of them. But believe me, the, nobody has the infrastructure in the, in the courts right. that the NRA has across the country with the NRA ILA. That's why it's such right? a target by the left. Correct. Correct. We have to keep looking forward. This will all be sorted out in court, the civil charges or whatever it is. He said, she said, I spent money on this or whatever. I can't focus on that right now. This will all come out in the public sphere and we will handle it we must work on working together and get educated people we have i'm getting i'm still getting messages from people uh what does somebody do if they have a 15 round magazine <laughs> you have a gun you have a commitment to educate yourself right. and understand exactly. it okay not just a lot buy of the people, damn gun and stick it in correct. your drawer Correct. Listen to me. If you've reached level 4,862 on Call of Duty, <laughs> but you don't know that you can't have more than a 10-round magazine, you are part of the problem. Right. And it's, uh, Sandy, I could not believe it. Last week after we taped the show, I posted Dwayne Liptak's post. So many people, private messages, DMs, Facebook messages, oh. Instagram, Twitter, Parler, LinkedIn. When is the NRA going to do something like this? When is New Jersey going to do something like this? Holy shit, we're two years into a, December. will be two years into a lawsuit right. when they pass the 10-round mag ban. We're two years into it and millions of dollars into right. it. And right away, we don't do shit. That's what we get accused of. No, no, but the problem is you can't read, you artard. <laughs> Or you don't you choose not to read. Put the People magazine down. Right. Okay. Nobody cares who's sleeping with Jennifer Aniston. Protect your Second Amendment rights. Right. If it ain't you, what does it matter? Oh my God. It's cra it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. You know, like Mark's uh Mark's page, uh New Jersey Firearms Owner Syndicate. Uh a lot of people are requesting to become uh members and you have to answer questions. Yeah. Are New Jersey laws fair and balanced? Uh, what's what has to what goes on the back of your firearms ID card? Uh, is it a clip or a magazine? And do you agree to these rules? You want to see how many people put clip, <laughs> and then they don't check off that they agree to the rules of the of the group, or some of them don't answer any of the questions. If you can't click four simple questions to be entered into a group, right? 
And then a lot of the people that are in the group, what's happening is it's this reoccurring nightmare now. There's so many new shooters. They're asking questions. Why can't I have a retractable stock? Are hollow points legal? You know, how do I transport uh. a gun? Can I stop? No. And, and I listen, I'm taking the time. We're answering people because they're newbies and they just had an awakening and right, everything. Right. It just goes to show you, you know, how 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 rough it is in a state like New Jersey. People don't understand that the laws are so ambiguous to trap us and they and they voted they, they don't and they also don't connect the fact that this is why uh this is the result of the way they have uh, remained silent and the way they have voted all these years i swear to god i have the patience of a saint i i got my gun permit it took three months i had to get fingerprinted id uh they sent a letter to my job uh i had to do references uh and a mental health check when did this start and i tell them, 1968 <laughs> right 1968 okay i was right. seven when this right. started yeah, exactly <laughs> okay 52 years ago it's when it started no because you've been watching the mainstream media right. and the crazy left saying yeah. you can walk into a store hi can i get a pack of lucky strikes uh some sensen uh an ak-47 10,000 you know what give me the grenade launcher too it's on special, it's special. Yeah, I'll take I'll the take, grenade give me two yeah okay. and 10,000 10, rounds of seven six two thirty nine you know what and give me a thousand tracer rounds too right. yeah 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 that's good yeah my nine-year-old son's going to help me load it into the car that's what people think that's exactly what people think okay did i date myself with lucky strikes and the sense sense yeah <laughs> dude my grandmother used to have the uh, what was the the violet remember violet mints oh god yeah that was a, anybody out there it was purple and silver i think yeah that was a tough mint bro oh like well, my grandmother it was like Sen soap what was that? I don't know. So Sensen, Sensen came in a bag, oh, and it was little black things. Nasty. Oh. Like liquish type of stuff. Yeah, but... The, and ooh, I'll never forget, God. you know, you asked your, your grandmother, you want a piece of gum or something? Oh, why did I say yes? Yeah, you right. know. And then they evolved. As my grandmother got a little older, she would have starlight mints. Right, the starlight which, mints. Which weren't good either. Right. I'm not much They're of still, a peppermint. Still not yeah, still, still not good at all. Boy, that's in a any Greek diner in uh, New Jersey, yeah. Yeah, they're on the counter. On the counter. Or if they don't have starlight mints. They have those white puffy mints that everybody can touch and breathe on. Yeah, that's a, those are always the good. after dinner mints. Yeah, you know the the white ones. <laughs> Many Sometimes things they have will that change. little jelly inside. <laughs> Gone are the days. Hey, remember when they used to put peanuts on the bar that nobody ever ate because they had more fecal material in them than just about anything else. <laughs> You know, we're so people need to educate. We need to educate all of these new people. Mark reposted something about each one reach one and what we said last week's show. But listen, people have to people have to get educated and learn. Uh, I'm telling you, I got so friggin' beat up over the the ninth district's decision because we're not doing anything in New Jersey. <sighs> you know, people are are are. It's it's trying, you know, when you're especially I get beat up by the gun people. I get beat up by the anti-gun people. <laughs> I get beat up by the government. You know, I'm getting beat up because I'm an NRA board member, because as one of 76, I'm supposed to like Moses. Oh, I'm yeah. supposed to go to Fairfax, Virginia right. with my dory, my staff right. and strike it and right. fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a whole legal process, and people are innocent until proven guilty, too. By the way, yeah, exactly. And again, when you when you have an AG that calls us a terrorist organization and says she's going to strike us down, and when she gets elected, and she tries to do exactly that, <laughs> uh, there, there might be a pattern. Right. Yeah. But let's go back to Trump with judges, judges, judges. We wouldn't have gotten this ninth ruling decision if it wasn't for Trump. We wouldn't be in a position we're in the third district if it wasn't for Trump. We wouldn't be in this position in the fifth district if it wasn't for Trump. Are people starting to see a trend? Are you starting to understand a trend here? Yeah, all of our listeners. Orange man, bad because okay. he and you screwed can up hate... the pandemic response because oh, he screwed all up they everything. Do is listen to CNN and MSNBC, and I want to take my father-in-law and smash his head against the wall sometimes. Yes, judges, judges, judges. That's what I post when everybody posts something negative right. about Trump in a pro-gun thing. 
Uh, judges, judges, judges. I don't care. I need four more years of appointees. We need another two, three hundred judges to change the makeup of this country till I'm ready to retire and disappear somewhere. And then all you <laughs> bitches are on your own because I'm done. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'm so close to done. You don't understand. Six, six, six is coming. <laughs> the reckoning is coming. And for all the bitches out there that have been attacking me over the years and stuff. You're going to miss me well, when you know, I'm gone. Dude, you've been at this since Florio uh, Free in uh, 83, you know. Florio Free in 93. 93, whatever the hell. Yes, I started uh, Second Amendment activism in 1992 because of Florio. Yeah. With the toilet paper tax and the gun control and banning guns by their name. Because I had a Colt AR-15 Sporter that yeah, was banned yeah. because it said, because of the name. And I brought it to the bullet hole and they shipped it out of state. And I bought another gun exactly like it that didn't say Colt Sporter on it. <laughs> and that's what made me understand right. New Jersey gun laws. Right. Well, yeah, kind of. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's one of the things, you know. Uh, you want to talk about serendipity, weird shit. The other day, um, um, the Gun for Hire crawl page has 213 businesses now. Wow. All right. Listen to me, people. Gunforhire.com forward slash crawl. So uh, I get a, I see something with Gary Allison down in South Jersey, and he owns a company called Beacon Brass. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put Gary on the crawl page because Beacon Brass, he sells uh, reloading components and brass, and he's also an NRA and Utah instructor. Mm -hmm. And he's down in Vineland, and he's a great guy. So I add a whole page, and I email him the page. Now, the last time I had an email exchange with Gary was about six months ago. Yeah. Sandy, I emailed Gary, and 30 seconds later, I get an email from Gary, and he didn't receive my email yet. We emailed each other at the same time. Oh, man. And his email was, hi, Aunt, just listening to episode 42. When you finish your book, I would like a signed copy. I can't think of a more interesting read. Oh, you're in trouble. Thanks again for all you do. Maybe the quarantine crawl should extend to South Jersey. Please tell Sandy I said hi. <laughs> Gary Allison. How weird is that? That's great. I put hey, his Gary. business up and emailed him the same time he was emailing me. Man, that's incredible. Okay. So I added uh, him to the crawl page and... Uh, he can go on and, and log on and check it out and everything. But we're up to 213 businesses, gunforhire.com forward slash crawl. It is blown up. The businesses are all telling me about the activity that they're getting. Everybody is on there. I continue to add businesses as they contact me. If they're pro 2A, if they're shooters, whatever, they can prove it. Friends or family, if you have somebody who has a business, product, service. You know what's nice? The other day I got an email from somebody. They need a doctor. They're going through a divorce, right? Yeah, great. I just emailed them, gunfire.com forward slash cruel. We have two doctors on there. Wonderful. We have Dr. Optoff and Dr. Pirelli. You pick now. I don't have to send name, right. number, contact, right. or anything. I just sent a link. Yep. There you go. You need a body shop? We got three. You need a restaurant? We got 57. You need a bakery or ice cream? We got 10. Pet services? We got two. This has grown bigger than I ever thought it would grow, Sandy. We have lawyers. We have mortgage companies, okay? We have everything that you could possibly need right now on that page, and more are being added weekly. I mean, Marty's V-Burgers on there. Marty brings us lunch every Friday. He just said to me, did you know that uh, they have cook-at-home meal kits at Pro in Prospect Park, New Jersey, at Freakin' Vegans, F-R-E-A-K-I-N, Freakin' Vegans, you, for Freakin' Friday, he wrote. <laughs> you can go You can go to Freakin' Vegans, and they have uh, pre-cooked meal kit, cook-at-home cook meal kits. Oh, that's pretty cool. And Yeah, Marty's V-Burger. He brought animal fries for us today. They're deadly. Listen, uh, so I've been vegan every Friday for the past, like, five weeks now because of Marty's V-Burger. And Marty was one of the first businesses we added to the crawl. I mean, Knife Rights is on the crawl. I mean, everybody is on it. Products, businesses, services, everybody should check out this page. Support those who support you, like I've been saying for forever. It's our Chamber of Commerce. Sandy, we got Tattoo Parlor. We got... Uh, uh, tanning salon, real estate, snacks, health and medical, six listings, alarms and cameras, three, uh, jewelry, three. Don't buy a ring or earrings for your mom or your yeah, loved one or something yeah. at an anti-gun jewelry yeah, store. Yeah. And if you go in and mention gun for hire or the crawl, they're going to hook you up, treat you like family. Entertainment, eight listings, retail stores, nine listings, 10 bakeries, I said it. Sporting goods, 12 listings, including Targeteers. 
Sharp by Design, Bill Barrett, Custom Knives. Uh, you know, we have everybody. You, uh, activism and 2A, 14 listings. For you fat bastards like me, 14 gyms. Wow. Retail products, 14. Financial and legal, 13. Construction and improvement, landscape companies, etc. Excavating, 23 companies. Automotive, new cars, repair, body shops, 24 listings. And did I mention 57 for dining? <laughs> okay, and, and all it is is a mobile page. Gunforhire.com forward slash crawl. If you have a product or service or a friend or Pro 2A, email me. Now, if they only have a long bed for a Chevy uh, S10 1988, I'd be really happy. Good luck. <laughs> For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're gonna notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out, and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction, and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left, you'll see our large classroom, and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. And we're back. So, John Joseph Petrolino, I'm going to be mentioning decoding firearms as a required reading in my book because my book is not all about firearms. There's only a few chapters on defense and stuff like that. So I need your permission. Uh, I'm assuming you gave me your permission already, but I need you to send me an email. It's okay for me to reference your book in there. Don't forget, Knife Rights has the Legal Blade app. Okay, you know, I donated and won on knife rights already, Sandy. I won a Hogue carbon fiber damascus steel out the front knife. Man. Unfortunately, can't I can't and with tritium it, on it. I can't have it because it's New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, right. F you, goober. Uh, anyway, if I could have but it, I would have posted it. a picture of me uh, online with it, but, but I can't, can't. So, yeah. no, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. But if like yeah. you lived in Florida, you could have yeah. it. Yeah which I will be in three years when you bitches are all going to be missing me, by the way. Okay? Okay? If anybody wants to know, I'm moving to my uh, the Florida Keys, Key West. That's Key where West, I'm going. Right. So if you want to follow me down, that's where I'm going to be. It's going to be there for you. <laughs> 
I'm afraid now everybody's going to go there and it's going to turn over, you know, like the old, yeah. like Guam did, you know. It's going to flip. It's going to flip over. It's going to flip. So, all right, I got more stuff before we go over uh, some learning. Oh, Joey Grimaldi, Anthony, seriously, can't wait for your book release. There will be a book. Will there be a book signing, dinner, picture event? Easy, easy. <laughs> not even done. Easy. The ink's not dry yet. And Joey's asking about becoming an NRA instructor. Anybody want to become an NRA instructor? You need to take BIT, and then we have rifle, pistol, shotgun instructor course. Then we have range safety officer course, chief range safety officer course. Myself and training counselor extraordinaire Chuck Leonard from Pennsylvania will be teaching the courses starting probably September or October. We will be teaching them here at Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range. So if you were interested in being an NRA instructor, get ready, ladies and gentlemen, because we will be posting it in a couple of weeks with the dates and times. We're going to be running three cycles of classes, so three BITs, three RSOs, three pistol, three rifle because i have some employees i want to get through and i already have a backlog of people who want to be nra instructors okay so joey get ready the prerequisite joey you have to have a positive attitude and you have to have basic knowledge of handling firearms you will make a wonderful nra instructor and i will be proud to sign off on your paperwork as a master training counselor how's that sound gonna take bit first Yes, basic instructor training first, bit. So listen to this. I get an email from Joe S. Anthony, I just want to thank you for some advice you gave on last Sunday's show. I have been thinking about one of the self-defense insurance policies that are out there for, for, the, for a year or so. Suffice to say, I was shocked to find out it was illegal for them to operate in New York State. No shit. <laughs> when you mentioned the TAC defense program from the law firm of uh, Peter Tillam, I decided to take a look. On Monday, after your show, I checked out their website and gave them a call to ask a few questions. Peter got back to me right away. We had a productive conversation, and I was convinced that signing up was the right choice. As soon as I got off the phone, I went online and signed up. It's nice to know that if I ever find myself in an altercation that goes sideways and results in me being arrested, I have an experienced law firm I can call instead of waiting for some public defender I've never met to show up. Uh, at whatever location I find myself oh, yeah, being held at. Absolutely. Again, thanks for keeping up the good work, Joe S. Joe, New York Tac Defense for all of New York State, the five boroughs, and U.S. Law Shield for New Jersey. We have no other choice. You have to protect yourself in your interest. You know, uh, U.S. Law Shield, it's for all weapons, a knife too. And today it's just so easy to get doxxed, red flagged, threatened. You know, we all know the, the people, the, uh, the radical left is crazy. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're unhinged crazy, and they'll drop a dime on you in a second. And we all know that if you even go to defend yourself, you're the one that's going to be prosecuted, and they're going to go scot-free, as we've seen already. You know, we talk about this all the time, that as it's your responsibility with new firearms uh, to get educated, which we know a lot of people don't. It's also your responsibility to make sure you safely store that mm -hmm. gun. It's also your responsibility to make sure you have the proper insurance or liability coverage, whatever whatever is available in the state you reside in. It's so, so, so important, you know. And, uh, you know, I talk about gun storage all the time, and, and I've given the tip a million times where you keep your prescription or your vitamin in your box. Yeah. So, you know, the only type of gun storage box I really like is ones that have a simplex lock on top. Yeah. You know, like four or five buttons that you press and a, and a knob that you turn to unlock it. Uh, no batteries. It's 100% mechanical. I'm not a huge fan of biometric. We all know that. Right. If your hand is bloody, wet, cut it. You cut it the day before gardening work or something. When your fight or flight reflexes kick in, it just I just don't feel the technology is there yet. Yeah. And I know some people get pissed off hearing that. There's also these blocking boxes that work with apps, too. I don't trust that either. Oh, no, absolutely. Dead phone. Do you have your phone? Right. You know. Now, as a secondary, if you had a box that had a simplex lock on it and also had a, a, an app that could tell you if somebody was tampering with it, bravo. Right. You know, as a secondary thing. But for primary, simplex lock is what we're really, really looking for. Uh, and there's a few brands out there. Uh, there used to be more. A lot of them have uh, disappeared over time, to be honest with you. Yeah. But they're pretty easy to find, and they're economical. My favorite is uh, V, the letter V, V-line, Sandy. That's what I have in my nightstand drawer. 
and I also have one mounted in my master bedroom closet between the studs, 16 inch on center. Yeah. Uh, to keep longer stuff in it. And they make all kinds of stuff. They make it for the car. They make it for the drawer. They make under counter mount. And there's a million out there. You could you could Amazon. You could you could do a search, whatever. There's the big box retailers or whatever. I just like, I've been using the Simplex lock from V-Line for, from about, I guess, 1990, about 30 years now. Wow. So they've probably been in business longer than that. Uh, and the box that's in my nightstand drawer has been with me for about 30 years. Wow. And I've opened that thing, just do the math, 365 yeah, right. times 30. I've, I've opened it a lot, and it's never, it's never ever failed me. Uh, but, you know, that's also something like that would make a nice gift for a new gun owner. Yeah, definitely. In addition to buying them memberships to some two-way organizations, um, if you have someone, if your neighbor, female neighbor, decide that you wanted to buy a gun, give her something like that and give her my prescription pill tip. Uh, because they might have grandchildren coming over. And I'm not just saying that for women, men too. Men are bigger knuckleheads than women most of the time. But for anybody, friend or family member, you know, you got John uh, John's book, Decoding Firearms, is a great thing. Some memberships to some 2A organizations and maybe buy them a box, a locking box. Yeah, definitely. They're not um, expensive. Uh, no, the the smallest V line I think is about 150 bucks, and it weighs about 15 pounds. I have the mid sized one in my nightstand drawer because I have a gun uh, that's loaded, I semi auto. I have two magazines, I have two flashlights, I have the front door key on a light stick in there, and I have my Centrum Silver <laughs> because I'm over 55. <laughs> oh, how sad is that? <laughs> And I and I and I get three hundred and sixty five lessons of opening and closing that a year, and uh, I can do it like nobody's business, baby. And uh, you know, Tracy see me in action opening it, and you know she's heard me talk about it. She's like, "Holy shit, you don't even look." I'm like, "No, I don't have to look." That's the point. Yeah, I don't have to look. It's uh, that's the it's, point. Uh, be able to do it in <laughs> the dark uh, and just have it have it be there, you know. So three sixty five times thirty years, Sandy. Ten thousand nine hundred fifty times. <laughs> I think I muscle memory that. I'm yeah, up almost up about eleven thousand yeah. repetitions. You do it with your left-handed elbow. So uh, yeah, so it's it's been really, really, really good. I like their and, wall uh, saves too. The you know the ones that go between the studs. They're so easy to install yeah. because they have a flange, yeah. and you can do it yourself. If you identify the studs, you can actually cut the sheetrock out with one of those, uh, you know, hand saws, sheetrock saw, or a zip or something. Yeah, if you have that, they're they're dusty though. But well, the one in my bedroom, I cut it, and then you slipped it in, yeah. and then they have. Uh, uh, lag bolts yeah, that just, go from the inside out and the flange covers your crappy handiwork when you were cutting the sheetrock yeah, right and the, the first one i ever had in one of my houses was had the shown keys the round barrel keys oh yeah right and then the second one i bought was a v-line my next house which had the simplex lock on it uh and i had the same code on each one and that's something else you think about you know, you're not just storing a gun maybe in your master bedroom. If you spend 80% of your waking hours in your in your family room, yep. living room, dining room area, right. you might want to put a gun there and, you know, lock it up or put it in a drawer or hide it somewhere or go, go check out Dan Ingram at New Jersey Concealment Furniture and have him make you something pretty. But, you know, if somebody broke into your house and you're in your living room and they cut off your path to your bedroom, you know, I think Colonel Coop, Jeff Cooper basically said all the training in the world doesn't mean crap if your self-defense firearm isn't within five feet of you when the shit hits the fan. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Right? Absolutely. So it really, and he also said owning a piano doesn't make you a musician. Owning a gun doesn't make you a gunslinger. Well, you remember years ago when uh, there was a... Uh, Somebody going around, or a group of actually, it was it was the Bloods and the Crips who got together, and they were doing hot home invasions. And it was literally right after we had talked about this on the weekend, and I had uh, moved another firearm to my studio, which is kind of a, it's it's adjacent to my house, but it's you know there's a, you have to go through like a hallway in order to be able to get to the main house. And <clears throat> there was somebody banging at the door, and yep. that. Uh, instantly grabbed the firearm where before i wouldn't have had to do that i would have had to go up to my bedroom and get it and whatever and i and i would have blown it off uh but it was a situation where it was one of these clowns and uh that just one suggestion i think saved my life we've, we've talked about that a number of times 
See, I'm a real fart smeller. Yes. The other, the other thing to think about is when I had the house in Whippany, it was a rather, rather large split level. I had a, a safe in my garage that was mounted under my workbench right to the left of where I parked my car. Mm. So when I pulled my in, my in my house at night, I used to, my gun was actually in a holster, in an inside the waistband clip holster. Yeah. When I pulled into the house, I used to just grab it. Oh. And uh, I used to put it on. And when I left for work in the morning, the safe door would still be open. I used to drop the gun right in and turn the simplex lock and pull away. Yeah. So, because that's a good thing, too, if you enter your house, you know. But you want something, no batteries. You want a product that's defer, the, the, that's designed primarily for self-defense weapons, you know, not for, a, you know, multi-purpose use yeah, or anything. Right. And uh, there's a million of them out it, out there, but uh, you want a good one. And if you're going to spend a you know a lot of money on guns and equipment, what is your life and safety and your family's life and safety worth? You have to you have to really think about these things, uh, because uh, you know a couple hundred dollars for safe storage, you know, uh, and like they're 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 large capacity safe. It's like three hundred bucks. They're compact ones, like a buck fifty. And there's other others out there. It's just this happens to be my favorite, and I'm not a paid advertiser or sponsor or anything i'm telling you right now it's just i noticed that i had mine and i looked it up and i just googled so v-line's been in business uh let me see i wanted to see how long they've been in business i think they've been in business since the 90s or something wow. and i've been using them yeah i've been using them uh forever and again there are other ones out there so you know it's up to you you know whatever whatever you want to do but uh, it's important you might want to, again, we talk about visualization and mindset, right, Sandy? Yeah. So think about where you spend most of your time. If you're not going to carry a gun on you, it's not for everybody, okay? It's a big, you know, undertaking for someone to say, all right, as soon as I come in the house, I'm going to strap a gun on. That would be the best thing, yeah. all right? But let's say you have your wife is home, and she doesn't want to carry a gun on her, okay? And... But you want a gun where she can access it. If you have a house that's spread out, bedrooms upstairs or whatever, do you you know do you really want her to run to get that gun? So okay, she spends most of her time in the kitchen. They make mounts that mount under kitchen countertops and everything, yeah, you know. Right. And you again, simplex lock, pop it open, and and the gun is right there. Uh, it could be mounted somewhere in the master uh, in the in a guest bath or a half bath on the first floor behind the picture. There's a you know just look around. There's so many options. I again I don't like a key lock because your kids could get your hands on your key ring. Right. All right. Right. And anything with a battery, I have a really a big problem with. Uh, and again biometric and all that other stuff it just scares the crap out of me right to be honest and even with you. the apps too i mean <laughs> everything can be hacked yeah i don't want to be the one that's that can't get access to my freaking thing you know because of uh some uh electronic impulse or something what do they call it emp electromagnetic magnetic electromagnetic impulse, impulse yeah. or something yep. you know and stuff can get hacked and get things get corrupt and what if your phone doesn't start or what if your phone gets knocked out of your hand and, and again if you guys ever want to sample biometric stuff right uh try it you know you you can try it you you know you can go to stores uh alarm supply companies and stuff and safe companies will have biometric and they'll let you try it and i don't know for me i just find it a little hokey it doesn't work 100 percent of the time mm -hmm. and i want it to work 100 percent of the time yeah uh you know that's especially that's when you really thing. need it you know yeah i want it to work 100 percent of the time and uh, so think about that, your family storage, and also ammo should be locked up. We always neglect to do that. Uh, this is a refresher course for learning. Do you really want your child to bring a live 223 <laughs> round of ammo to school today? Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Even a Something? spent, even a spent well, casing. Even a spent, the spent casing could definitely get a kid expelled. Oh, yeah. It will be on the cover of your local newspaper. And you may just but, get red flagged. Correct. What if you get? What if your kid grabs a couple of live rounds of twenty-two rimfire and you take them outside and throw them, and it, the <laughs> rim hits the ground and it fires, and you know Murphy says uh, Murphy's law says it'll take a kid's eye out. Or like uh, we used to do, with, and put it between one rock and hit it with the other. <laughs> I can tell you stories of stuff I did with centerfire cartridges when I was a kid. Uh, that I do not believe no. I still have my vision and ten toes and fingers, <laughs> but. But it couldn't I had, resist. We just couldn't I had resist. a great uncle, Fred Calandro, that owned a gun store in South Orange oh, when wow. I was a kid. He was partners with Anthony Imperial. It was called Global Arms. Wow, I didn't even this is something I didn't know.
Yeah, they moved from South. I was a, a youngster. They moved from South Orange, then they moved to on um, Washington Ave in Belleville uh, years later. But when they closed shop, I was all of about nine or ten years wow. old. But I did manage to get me hands on some cartridges. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> knives and a compass. So my my grandfather spoiled the shit out of me. Anthony Calandro, his name was, yeah. and he gave me twenty two shorts like they were M and M's. Yeah, yeah. And I had no gun. And this was a grown man. Gave me am live ammo to play with. Because they did that. Of course. It was not a... <laughs> so they just to keep you busy. They, they didn't care. So talk, talk about Russian roulette. Me and uh, <laughs> Maddie Pika were throwing them on the ground and having the rim hit. And they were popping like popcorn. Never thinking... That the lead might come up and take an eye out or something. No, no, of course not. You know, and the whole box of 50 that I had uh, never crippled us. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun and a learning experience. Yep, that's true. Okay. <laughs> that was the learning segment. Okay, that children. Was the learning we should have probably given a child warning label on that one, huh? Too late. <laughs> Too late, too late, too late. So please, lock your guns up. Hook up your friends and family. Each one reach one. Teach them. Educate them. Sign them up for a class. Buy them a lockbox. Buy them a membership to a 2A organization. Help them. You can't spend any money on ammo and guns right now, all you momos out there. Right. So spend some money protecting yourself. Get New York Tac Defense or get U.S. Law Shield. Listen, when the shit hits the fan, I want you to send me an email and say, Anthony, thank you for recommending this to me. You saved my life, blah, 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 blah. I do not want the email. I need a lawyer. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Help me. Right. Okay, or I should have listened to you. Please, let's work together. Well, the clock on the wall says it all. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counting media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, <laughs> the, the 22 popper, uh, Anthony, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Like chiclets? <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> See you again next week. And don't do anything with 22 shorts. No. From sea to the shine.